Hey there folks and welcome to the Coffee Shop Best Bits podcast. This is the podcast of the best bits from mine and my good friend Dan's show, The Coffee Shop with Harry and Dan, over on 382 Radio. We are live every Friday from 7 until 10pm GMT. You can listen via the Simple Radio by Streamer app on 382radio.online and through many other ways. We had a very interesting show this week. Mainly interesting because we were plagued by technical issues. So far that I very kindly introduced my computer to a hammer after the show. The Clarkson way, I like to describe it. But very fortunately, we did do earlier in the week a very fantastic interview with Everything by Electricity. An artist originally from Siberia who released her new album, Time Without Time, on the 24th of February. Because it was pre-recorded, that recording wasn't lost, unlike the recording of the rest of the show. So, a big treat to everyone listening. We have the full interview for you to listen to this week. Next week, we will be back with the full best bits, as long as my computer decides to behave. And we're joined today by Everything by Electricity. Julia, how are you? I'm all right. Thank you so much for inviting me, guys. Yeah, I'm all right. Just trying to keep sane, like everyone else, I guess. <laughs> Great to have you. Dan's here as well. How are you today, Dan? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. I've made two weeks in a row so far. I've only missed out on two interviews. Yeah, 50-50. Halfway yeah. there. <laughs> Halfway. Not quite living on a prayer. <laughs> But is anyone at the minute truly so we'll get right into the questions where did Mm -hmm. the name everything by electricity come from oh it comes from a book that i used to read quite a lot i've read it several times it's uh jules burn Twenty Thousand leagues um you know that book so it really kind of got me into thinking about different things so yeah and there was a chapter called everything by electricity or all by electricity depending on translations i really like that bit so i thought "Mm, i might nick that (laughs) as a band name so yeah came from the jules verne book yeah okay what do you call yourself a big reader not really not really i wish i could read more but i never kind of get the time to get into books because you know, I'm always recording and mixing and then, um, yeah, so no, I'm not, I'm not a massive reader. I read a few books, but not, not like, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I don't read that much. Yeah. Okay. So how long have you actually been making music? Oh, for as long as I remember. So I think I got into music when I was about nine or 10. So since okay. I was a kid. And uh, there was this school band that we had in the band. So, because mm. I'm originally from Siberia. So in Siberia, where I was at school, there was a school band and I saw them play live one day and then they had this electric guitar. So it just seemed absolutely unreal, like out of this world. And I went, wow, wow, I really want to do that. So, um, yeah, and I started learning to play guitar um, when I was about 10. And my mom really wanted me to learn um, accordion as this funny instrument that they have in Russia. It's kind of like harmonica with a piano keyboard attached to it. So it's yeah. really weird. 
I absolutely hated that thing. So I wanted to play guitar, but they didn't let me. So I started kind of um, learning guitar a little bit in my bedroom and just started writing songs. And then I've always been in a band since then. Um, yeah. So how many instruments can you play? Oh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. So I mainly play guitar and I play synthesizers. I can play a little bit of drums, but I'm a terrible drummer. Mm. Um, play a bit of bass guitar. So anything that's on the record, so I usually play <laughs> apart from the drums because I'm so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a bit of piano. Just, just you know, the basics, um, the basic instruments, I guess. What would you say is your favorite to play? favorite um it depends i would say it's probably still guitar because it was my main instrument for so long so i've always played guitar and um and now i really enjoy synthesizers like different analog kind of synthesizers and playing with the you know the just just <laughs> tweaking the knobs and the, you know i really enjoy doing that um yeah i guess it's still guitar i will have to go with guitar <laughs> <laughs> And would you say that's almost inspired how you make music? Yeah, yeah. So when immediately when I started learning guitar, I kind of gradually started writing songs and they were terrible songs, <laughs> of course, when I was at school. So they were mainly about my school because I really disliked my school. Mm. So I would just express all of that in my songs. And then it was kind of a joke in the beginning. And then and then I started writing songs about different things. And then, um, but yeah, it's just all kind of got attached to playing guitar, I guess. Um, the songwriting process it just all came at around the same time naturally yeah and you yeah. mentioned uh your first sort of experience with music was in school what's the first song mm. you can remember ever hearing ah oh, the first song ever hearing it was probably it was probably something terrible something russian um mm. but i remember the song that really got me it was um <laughs> smells like teen spirit by nirvana yeah. so I was really into them when I was when I was a kid, so it was my favorite band at the time. And I, I just started learning how to play the songs, and I just you know just go and and and, and try and play the riffs on my guitar, and and we were doing the covers. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite terrible because we were doing it at school gigs, and it was sort of banned, you know, rock music and. <laughs> So it didn't look really good um but yeah i really loved that i think that was my my kind of first um serious music influence at the time was around nirvana mm. and sort of coming from that what was the first album you ever bought uh, that would be never mind nirvana <laughs> <laughs> i got it on the tape i remember so i had this tape a cassette and a cassette player so i would just be playing it all day long <laughs> Mm, all in a circle. What about you, Dan? What was the first album you ever bought? I, I presume you have bought an album. You've not just streamed it all. <laughs> <laughs> I have bought. I'm trying to think what the first one was. Because it was like I was... When I was small, we had like iPods and stuff. Yeah. Instead of, instead of it. So I'm trying to think what the first one I probably asked either my mum to buy or myself or I bought it myself from that I genuinely can't remember. I'll, I'll have a look. I'll have a look back through my through my old iTunes account and see if I can find it for the show. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I think I think mine must have been a compilation album. I'm pretty sure it was one of the sort of top indie cop- compilation albums. Mm. I think the first like actual artist one I bought would have been a Kaiser Chiefs one. Mm. I'm trying to think of the first. I, I, I can tell you the first vinyl I ever bought. What was the first I can't remember it. Bought then. What was the first it was, vinyl? Uh, it was NWA straight out of Compton. Oh, okay. So almost that was the. <laughs> 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 Mm. Right. So your album, Time Without Time, is out on the 20th. Mm. What's the meaning behind that? What's the meaning behind Time Without Time? <laughs> right. So that goes back to the lockdowns. Um, when we had, I think, how many lockdowns? We had like about three. Too many. <laughs> Way too many. Yeah, it got me thinking about time because... You know, I had a pretty crazy lifestyle before the lockdowns. I had this um, really busy day job and all of that. So, you know, just so it really got me thinking about time because in the lockdown, this is where you kind of slow down. And I had the opportunity to think about what's important, you know, if that makes sense. And it really got me thinking about, you know, the meaning of time. So time without time is sort of that state where you kind of stuck in space, you know, with no time. So that's how I kind of felt in the lockdown. It was really weird, but in a good way, because it was so productive. And I finally got to do things that I wanted to do. And I never get the chance to to finish them, like um, such as the album, for instance. Because I started working on it. about three or four years ago and and then we were doing a lot of gigs in London so there was a bit of gigging and then rehearsals so again there was not enough time to finish the record and um, yeah and then I think around April or May last year I had a phone call from our rehearsal studio where we used to rehearse in London and um, so we had like a little storage space where I, I store all my gear guitars and synthesizers and amps and unfortunately they went bankrupt last year and they said well you've got to come and pick all the stuff (laughs) so I took a van and 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 I went to the studio just to get all my gear back and I had to bring it home and and my my space is quite you know my place is quite small but I've managed to fit everything in. So it doesn't even look like a living space. It looks like a crazy studio. There's cables <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> literally everywhere. So I've got this huge amp. Uh, hopefully none of my neighbors could see that. Um, but yeah, um, and I was just working on it, like literally day and night, um, just working on the record and, and, and getting things done because I've got everything at home. And then I built up a little, little recording studio here. So yeah, it was really good fun. Good fun and that kind of felt that this time that I'm spending is finally use- useful <laughs> you know? so yeah and that all goes back to the title of the album I think this is how I kind of came up with it yeah and you almost mm. answered one of my next questions before this album your last release was in 2018 yeah yeah and now what was sort of the big thing that almost stopped you from making as much music and subsequently, what got you back into making the music? 
So in the beginning, so 20, 2018, I think, when was the last release, um, we we did quite a bit of gigging and rehearsals. So all my energy was just diverted into that and gigs. Are, I mean, I love doing gigs. It's It's really good fun, but it's so much hustle as well because you need to get all the gear, drive up and down to the venue and just set everything up. And it's so time and energy consuming. Although I, I really love doing it, but again, I never had enough energy to to focus on on mixing the record and recording it properly. Mm. Um, and I think that was what stopped me from finishing the record a little bit sooner than I than I hoped um, eventually to do it. But yeah, I'm really glad I did. So spend this lockdown was quite uh, <laughs> it was quite useful. Yeah, productive. Yeah. And you mentioned all the gigging and mixing and stuff. Mm -hmm. you're doing. What part of actually sort of being in a band is your favourite? Is it the writing, the recording, uh, the playing? What would you say stands out to yeah. you? Um, my favourite is definitely writing. Um, it's just what I do kind of naturally. Um, um, so easily, it just comes very easily to me. Like most of the songs on the album I wrote in about five to ten minutes. Okay. So I spend very, I write them very quick. And then when it comes to recording, that's a very long process because you need to get it all right and, you know, everything needs to be done properly. So that takes a bit of time and then mixing takes even more time. And especially because I decided to mix it myself rather than, you know, sending it to a studio somewhere. And I just decided to kind of get involved in that process more and more and more. So that's a very lengthy process um to go through but i really enjoy doing it myself because then you get to kind of achieve the results that you really want um and you can you can make it sound um the way you want you know without telling people in the studio oh just turn up a little bit more reverb here and there and then they would come back and say oh you can't do that it's not correct but yeah and that's definitely my favorite part writing i think and recording and mixing i prefer that to live gigs for some reason. I still like doing the yeah. live gigs, but um, that would be my favorite kind of part of creating uh, music. Mm. And you said yeah. that you typically write one of the songs off the album in about five to 10 minutes. What mm -hmm. is the sort of creative process for writing one of those songs? So I would usually pick up an instrument. So I write mainly on the guitar or on a synthesizer. So anything I grab, anything I see, so I just pick up an instrument and I start playing the riff. And then I sort of kind of come up with a melody on that riff, over the riff, and then just start writing the lyrics. And very often I wouldn't even know what the lyrics are about until I finish writing. It just kind of tells me what, um, the melody will tell you what the song is going to be about. And it's just, I just write and write and write it automatically. And it sounds a bit weird, but <laughs> that's how it goes. Um, and then and then once I have the melodies and the lyrics and everything else, then I start layering the instruments in Pro Tools. So I use Pro Tools and I would just record guitars and vocals and just start building it up around that really um all the other instruments yeah so mm. the song violet haze you released that as mm -hmm. a single on the 21st of january how did you yeah. that song in particular to release as a single 
that song. So I um, I wrote it a few years ago. So when I started first doing the demos of my songs, um, I worked, I think, on Hello Nothing and Novocaine. Those tracks are going to be on the album as well. And I've been working the whole week on those tracks and um, literally day and night. I had like a, like a little gap between the jobs. So I had time to focus on the demo records um, that week. And as soon as I finished them, I was just thinking, oh, thank God, I'm going to get out of my house finally tomorrow, you know, and just go up. And I remember I went to bed at about five in the morning or something like that, something crazy. And, and then I was just lying down in bed and I heard the whole melody in my head with the lyrics, with the riff. It was like complete thing. Um, and that was Violet Haze. I'm like, oh God, that can't get out of the house because I'm going to forget this song <laughs> unless I record it right now. So I got up and I um, recorded it on my phone, just in voice memos, like um, just playing the guitar riff and like doing a bit of singing. And, and, and that was it. So I demoed that as well. And now in the lockdown, I kind of got the opportunity to do it properly this time. Yeah. And would you say that's your favorite song off the album or would you say it's another one that sort of stands out to you? Um, I guess it stands out because um, so many people who have heard the album already, they kind of say, oh, my God, Violet Hayes is a good one. So that's why I kind of decided to release it as a single. It probably wouldn't be my favorite personally. <laughs> okay. um, I, I don't know what my favorite is, but it might be uh, Promises, the track that comes second after Violet Haze or Death Like a Dream. I don't know. I kind of tend to change my favorites as I work on them. <laughs> mm. And then some songs uh, I get really tired of because of the mixing process. I have to like listen to the same song over and over again, like a hundred times. I get pretty sick of it. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I, I, I would say my favorite is like kind of changed over time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And what? How would you describe your music? I've seen some places almost labeled as dream pop. How would you describe the sort of genre you make? Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard dream pop. So probably it's most kind of suitable um to describe my music um when it comes to genre it's really difficult for me to kind of to to say what it is exactly so some songs are quite shoegazy mm. um some of them quite dream pop some of them are synth pop um but yeah i guess dream pop does it okay. <laughs> more more or less yeah where did that name almost come from so what aspect of the music sort makes it justify being called dream pop more than just pop i guess it's all very dreamy um and it's still pop so you know the, the melodies i think on the record are quite poppy so they are quite pop and they are quite dreamy and lyrically they're quite dreamy as well a, a little bit depressing but dreamy still <laughs> um yeah i guess that sounds more or less correct. Yeah, I would agree with dream pop as a main genre. Although it's really difficult to pick the correct genre when it comes to making music because you end up mixing different things. Like I re I'm really into shoegaze and electro and synth pop at the same time. So I really don't know how to describe um, yeah. most accurate, but yeah. Okay. So yeah. as we said, your album comes out on the 25th. 
past that, what's on the horizon for you? What do we have to look forward to for the rest of this year from you? I'm planning on writing and recording new material because also um, why I wanted to release this record because I, I wrote the songs, most of the songs that I wrote for the record, it was quite a while ago. And I just want to move on from those songs and just yeah. start creating new stuff. And I have a few ideas already lined up and yeah, I'll probably, it will probably be new singles, I would say because okay. I have no idea how long the next record would take me to <laughs> probably another four years, hopefully not. But um, yeah, just you never know with writing. You might just wake up in the morning and write a song and you might not write anything for months, um, depending on how that goes. Mm. And would you say those the new materials can see the same sort of style or are you going to experiment a bit more? I think I'll experiment a little bit more and just move on from the kind of sound of this record and just um, and I'll just do a bit more experimenting and see what comes out of it. Yeah. Because I like to 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 change um, things over time and and play with different stuff, different musical instruments, and just just pick up different synthesizers and. Um, it's a lot of fun <laughs> and I never know what kind of style will come out of it but it will be more or less you know maybe maybe similar maybe maybe something new I I don't know <laughs> is, there, is there any particular sort of genre you want to experiment with or will it just sort of be it comes as it flows I think it comes as it flows but I really love to stick to acoustic drums uh, over like just electronic um uh, drum machines and stuff like that. I, I really love a lot of like 70s and 80s uh, bands and uh, like like electric light orchestra, things like that. And list, been listening to a lot of Genesis as well and Phil Collins solo stuff as well. Yeah. So I like that kind of stuff a lot. And I love it when in general you kind of mix the electronic music with acoustic drums and acoustic instruments as well and just keep it kind of... Um, I don't know what's the correct word to describe that basically, <laughs> but, but yeah, a bit of a mixture, I guess. Mm. <laughs> what would you say so far has been your biggest musical achievement? What sort of stands out to mm. you as being so unique? Fulfills it. But, um, achievement? I, I don't know if I've achieved <laughs> anything <laughs> just yet. So we, we've done a quite a few um, big and small gigs in the past, so that was really good we had a few radio plays but i don't think we've just achieved anything um massive just yet um i guess this record is actually my biggest achievement by far because it's the first time i'm releasing a long play um rather than just singles and uh, yeah i would say that would be the biggest one for now <laughs> okay and would you say any of those gigs you mentioned have stood out to you for a particular reason was do you have any um, interesting stories from any gigs or yeah, yeah. Well, um, I think probably my favorite gig was when we supported Helen Marnie of Leditron in um, London, Oslo. That was a really, really kind of um, good gig. Um, such an amazing venue. And I love Leditron and it was just it was just really good to be able to support Marnie as well with her solo stuff. So that gig was really good. And then we've built up our own live um, kind of light show as well for that show, 
where we kind of tested our own light effects. Um, and that was really, really good. Um, but there were some crazy gigs as well. Like I remember we did Lexington in London and because we use our own haze machine, so the whole venue was so hazy, then the fire alarm went off <laughs> in the middle <laughs> in the middle of the gig. So it was a bit messy, but it was still good fun. Um, yeah, yeah, there's so many stories, but mainly it's all about the gear, you know, something breaking or the fire alarms go off or, yeah. you know, things like that. You never know. Mm. And so you've mentioned a lot of different artists you've either worked with or have been inspired. Mm -hmm. Who would you say mm -hmm. is your dream collaboration? Who would you really like to either write or play a song with? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. There's so many to think of, but um, my probably my favourite band of all time, um, if I may say, um, it's a Swedish band called the Radio Department. I, I just I just love them since the beginning, and I still end up listening to them. But I don't think I would ever collaborate with them, or they would <laughs> want to collaborate with me. But I just love that band so much, and it's just so many um, different artists and good music out there. And still right now, but I I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah, and we've been going through this for the past few weeks somehow. Mm -hmm. What is your favourite biscuit? Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> a favourite biscuit. Um, oh god, I don't know. I need to look into my kitchen cupboard. I don't have any right now. Actually, <laughs> um, I don't know. I I like them all. I guess a Jaffa cake. Can I go with Jaffa cake? <laughs> is that cake? Yeah, it's, is it it's not even a biscuit. Is it a cake? I have no idea. I just know you can't go wrong with that one. It's so good. <laughs> it, isn't a, it isn't a bad confectionery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Certainly it's a delightful snack, to put it that way. Yeah. So it's been absolutely mm. fantastic talking to you, Leah. Thank you guys so much. And that's it. Another week of the podcast, another week of the radio show. Next week, me and Dan will both be back. We will be interviewing Blue Rose on the show. We will be live from 7 till 10pm with some of the best new indie music. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Instagram at coffeeshoprecords underscore, on Twitter, coffeeshoprec, R-E-C, that is, Facebook, we are Coffee Shop Records, and LinkedIn, we are Coffee Shop Records. I am on Instagram, Harry underscore Con One. Dan is on Instagram, d.a.n underscore dot m. Dan's also on Twitter, Dan underscore in underscore Tims. And he is on Facebook, Daniel Mann. In the meantime, I have a new podcast coming out. It's called Ear Thoughts. It's with my good friend Kieran, and we talk about everything we would if we were in the pub. That we're not allowed to so in the meantime listen to that that is out on monday next week we will be back with a live show friday 7 till 10 p.m gmt on 382 radio and with a new best bits podcast on the saturday thanks for listening and goodbye <laughs>